When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we go. It is game of games time. We are live from BMO Stadium getting ready for Sunday. Messi and Inter-Miami here to play LAFC. And uh, we've got a listener to play. Pedro Alomar is here. Pedro, are you excited? Yes, I'm very excited, Mason. Are you, are you good at game of games? I believe so. I play every day when you guys you know, do it. So, okay, that's... So, so you're good. All right, good. All right, let's find out. Yeah. Okay, so we're live at BMO Stadium today. So I have a quiz about corporate names tied to stadiums or arenas. Corporate Greg. I'll give you the place. You tell me the corporate name in the building. It's multiple choice. I have nine of these and a tiebreaker. Here we go. Got it. The Miami Marlins play at A, Citizens Bank Field, B, Lone Depot Park, or C, Truist Park. Park, Citizens Bank Field, Lone Depot Park, or Truist Park. Brian Cohen, A, B, or C? Uh, I think it's Lone Depot. Okay, uh, Greg? Yeah, I think it's Lone Depot. Mace? I'm going Lone Depot. Pedro? I'll follow suit. You guys are all correct. Lone Depot Park is where the Marlins play. Yeah, okay. You somewhere, somewhere else. All right, number two. The Arizona Cardinals play at Geico Stadium. Allstate Field or State Farm Stadium? Geico Stadium, Allstate Field, or State Farm Stadium? Greg. Ooh, uh, Geico Field. Okay, Mace. That's wrong. That's wrong. Don't Allstate. Uh, Pedro. Allstate. Brian. Let's go State Farm. Brian is the only one who got it. They play at State Farm Stadium. So Brian Cohen has the lead. <laughs> That's right, Mace. It was one of those. That's the idea. Definitely one of, one of those. One of I knew it was. One of the Pedro's three. like on it. All right, Mace, this one coming to you. Okay. The Washington Wizards Ooh. play at A, Capital One Arena, B, Frost Bank Center, or C, Golden One Center. Capital One Arena, Frost Bank Center, or Golden One Center, A, B, or C, Mace. The gold one. All right, you're going uh, Golden One Center, Pedro. Yeah. A. You're going Capital One Arena, Brian. The gold one, too. Uh, Golden One Center, Greg. What was the second one? Frost Bank Center. I want that one. Frost Bank. The correct answer, Pedro got it, Capital One oh. Arena. Oh, Pedro, you're on all the right. board. All right, all so right. Pedro and Brian have two each. Yeah. Greg and Mace have one each. Pedro, this one is coming to you. The Seattle Mariners play at A, T-Mobile Park, B, Guaranteed Rate Field, C, Lumen Field. T-Mobile Park, Guaranteed Rate Field, Lumen Field, Pedro, A, B, or C? I think it's A, T-Mobile. Okay, uh, Brian? I think it is A, T-Mobile. Okay, Greg? Yeah, T-Mobile. Mace? Lumen Field. Should have gone with the crowd. God, T-Mobile really? Park. It was just the Lumen, oh, all-star game was just the there. the Seahawks. Correct. Uh, I tripped you up there. All right. Mace, it was just there. Seahawks. The Seahawks play at Lumen Field. Correct. Yeah, that's what screwed me up. Okay. 
So Pedro and Brian are tied for the lead. Brian, this one's coming back to you. Okay. The Phoenix Suns play at A, Footprint Center, B, Moda Center, C, Paycom Center. It's either Footprint Center, Moda Center, or Paycom Center. Brian, A, B, or C? Let's go B, Moda Center. Moda Center. Greg? How many are left? Uh, Three. Okay, that's, that's still Moda Center. Okay, Mace. Moda uh, Center. Uh, Pedro? Footprint. Footprint Center is the oh, correct answer. Oh, no way. has the lead. The NBA, man. The oh, Moda God. Center is where the Blazers play. Oh, okay. Ah. I knew it was one of them. Okay. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, no, it is a random name. You're All right, right Greg, Pedro. this one coming right, to you. All right, The Baltimore Ravens play at A, First Republic Field. Okay. B, M&T Bank Stadium, or C, Bank of America Stadium. First Republic Field, M&T Bank Stadium, or Bank of America Stadium, Greg, A, B, or C? M&T Bank Stadium is uh, Mace. reaching out. First Energy? Uh, First Republic? First Republic. Okay, Pedro. M&T. Uh, Brian. C. Pedro and Greg got it. All Whoa. right. It is M&T Bank Stadium, and Pedro has a two-point lead. Pedro, you're killing it, man. With, with, oh, I lied. There's three to go now, so Pedro has to go first. Okay. Okay? Pedro, the Detroit Tigers play at A, American Family Field, B, PNC Park, C, Comerica Field. C. You're going Comerica Field, uh, Brian. Yeah, Comerica Field. Greg. Yeah, it's Comerica. Mace. It is Comerica. You guys all got it. All right, Pedro six. All right, with two left. Yeah, so Pedro, you can lock it up if you get this one right. Am, I, right, am I the only one that can catch him? You and Brian can catch him. Ooh. Mace, you're out. I'm out. Okay, okay. Good. I'm just holding the mic for Pedro now. You got it. Pedro, the Cleveland Browns play at A, First Energy Stadium. B, M-Power Field, C, NRG Stadium, A, B, or C? I guess say B. M-Power Field, Brian. I'm going to say C. Got to go different here. Yeah, I'm going to go okay. C. NRG Stadium, Greg. What was the first one? First Energy Stadium. No, I think it's C. I think it's B. The answer is First Energy Stadium. You all missed it, and oh, Pedro wins no, it. Oh, no, I was going to go A, too. Oh, man, Pedro, good job. Pedro's over here saying he plays every day, and uh, he always wanted to be on Game of Games. That, well, I, I wouldn't mind coming out every week. Now you have. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't. And you're undefeated. <laughs> thank so you, thank we you. may, yeah, we may call you one day. More, more than Mace for this month. Yeah, there you go. More than Mace is not saying much. Yeah. <laughs> Pedro, awesome, man. Thanks. Thanks a lot for playing. Um. All right, the last one was the Charlotte Hornets play in either Wells Fargo Center, Spectrum Arena, or Verizon Center. Verizon. Verizon. It's Spectrum Arena. Oh, okay. So it was Pedro's day. It was absolutely Pedro's yeah. day. By the way, all these, it's like everything's a bank. Right. Uh, in fact, we're at BMO Stadium, which right. is a bank. Another yeah, bank. that's what gave me the idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, here was the tiebreaker just for, for fun. Okay. The smallest NBA stadium based on capacity is in Atlanta. Uh, it holds 16,800 fans. Okay. The largest arena, based on capacity, is the United Center in Chicago. How many fans does the United Center in Chicago hold for a basketball game? So the smallest basketball arena is 16-8. Yeah. How many do you think the uh, United Center holds? I will go 34. 34,000. Greg, what do you think? Mm. 
28th. Uh, Brian, what do you think? I was thinking 40. You guys are all way over. Greg are we? Greg would have won it. Uh, 20,917. Oh, wow. Almost 21,000. What's Stapleson? 19? Yeah, 19. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know who would have gotten this right? Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever let Pedro play. He embarrassed us. Embarrassed you. Embarrassed me. Yes. Uh, he wants a rematch. Yeah, well, he may get it. <laughs> he you may get it. Yeah, you never know. Um, all right, so... Bergman, uh, who's doing the afternoon show today? Are we doing Supercross talk? Yes, we're we, doing, okay. yeah, we're doing Supercross talk. Good. Who is it? It is... It's Beto and Marcus Grant. Oh, nice. I haven't talked to Marcus. I've not done a show with Marcus Grant. I think Marcus it's, Grant... He made an appearance, but... No, he has. Yeah, so I think Marcus Grant is undefeated in Game of Games. He I lost think, once. Oh, did he? he I, I knew he was 1-0, oh, so he, he must have won. lost on a day I wasn't there. Yeah. I still do not understand... It's just purely a guessing game. Okay. How do I guess wrong so much? No, it's not. I'm a bad guesser. It's, well, you are, but it's not purely a guessing game. Well, it Pedro is. knew some stuff. There. Right. Well, but Greg and I have yeah. have useless, more useless knowledge. But a lot of times, like yesterday, Michael did that Barbie game. I mean, we were yeah. all guessing on every That's single guessing. one. I just didn't guess right. No, we weren't guessing on it. Like, I knew Ruth Handler was well, the one. Well, I knew one. that one, but I mean, most of them are just pure guesses. I think the... I would say 50% of it's guessing and 50% of it is useless knowledge, and I just have more useless knowledge than anybody. Bergman, uh, you're I, just a good guesser. No, no, I, I know. No, you've got a lot of useless knowledge, too. I have a lot of useless knowledge. I know a lot of these answers. I have to admit, this month felt hollow because you were out the last week. Yeah. So next month, it's, All, this, this month means more to me now that you're Because I was tied going into the beginning of the week. Right. And then, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm winning this month. You've said that every Don't single month me. for three years. <laughs> Don't. We've done this for four years. You've never ever. 10000 mythical dollars oh, on wow. me. Keep okay, losing, there you go. losing your money, man. But if, he misses, on if, if he misses a day, he will have blown the biggest lead in uh, mythical money history. I will not miss a day. I hope you don't. No, I'm not missing I, a day. I win either way. This is my, uh, what is this, 10th consecutive show, and I'm going to 58. I like it. Yeah. Did you start drinking coffee again? I did. You did? I went back yeah. to it. Yeah, I went back. I I just, I need that artificial jolt you get from coffee. That buzz? Yeah, I want to be shot out of a cannon to start the show. And that much coffee definitely does it. All those uh, espresso shots and stuff. I couldn't do it without coffee. There's a, they opened a Starbucks in Manhattan Beach. There used to be this Jack in the Box in Manhattan Beach. And my guilty pleasure is Jack in the Box tacos. Yeah. And so I used to go in there all the time, and then they closed it, and now they put in a Starbucks. There was never anybody in line at the Jack in the Box. The Starbucks line is around the corner every day. Just people in line for coffee every single day, no matter what time Isn't of there day. one on well, every now. corner? I mean, d- Okay, true story. In Seattle, when we used to go there for NBA games and when, before they moved to Oklahoma City, yep. our hotel was on a corner in downtown Seattle, and on the other three corners were Starbucks. We're Starbucks. That's so we were the funny. one corner that didn't have any. And I remember I was at the front desk one day, and somebody goes, do you have a Starbucks here? And the girl behind the desk goes, no, but they are literally on every yeah. corner. If you, you know, walk, there's a funny... No matter what door you walk out of, you will well, see you, one. You ever the, see... Pumpkin spice, the pumpkin spice latte is back. Oh, is it back? Is, oh, back. Is this when everybody back, starts yeah. talking about the freaking pumpkin? crazy again. Yep. yep. Uh, you know, the, uh, do, you, do you ever see Best in Show? Yeah, it's a great movie. But that is so great funny. I watched movie. it, Mace. I watched it two nights ago. Well, do you remember Parker Posey yeah, plays she, in that? She's great. And she says she and her husband met at Starbucks. Right. Not at the same Starbucks. Yeah. I saw him in the Starbucks and across you know, the street. She said, <laughs> and they were both on their Macs. Yes, yeah. yes exactly. Exactly. All That's right, a uh, bear dressed as a bee. That's not a bee. <laughs> That's not a bee. All right, let's hit some super crosstalk. Super crosstalk time, and we welcome to the show the great Beto Duran along with Marcus Grant. Guys, what's going on? 
chilling. What's going on? Uh, great. Have you ever been here, Marcus, to uh, BMO Stadium? I've never, been, I've, never, I've never been inside BMO Stadium. I've walked the perimeter. Like, usually going like you know, the Coliseum for SC games and that sort of right. thing, but I've never been inside. It's um, pretty spectacular. It's, it's pretty stunning. They did an unbelievable job. Better, you've been here, right? Oh, yeah. Beto's been here. Beto's, Beto's, Beto's he's, he's like unthreading a knot in oh, his okay. headphone uh, okay. cord or something. We were here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Beto, Beto's, Beto's, Beto's been here, here for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it is a great L.A. experience is to come to an LAFC game. The 32-52 is just what they do is so entertaining throughout the entire game, regardless of score, regardless of who's scoring. They just keep going and going and going, and it's amazing to watch them. See, amazing. I, that's the thing. Like, I feel like American sports, like we are sort of lacking – that kind of passion. Um, like, I've always wanted to go to, say, like a Japanese baseball league game where they beat drums or going to, like, a, an right, international right. soccer game where they're always chanting and singing. Like, we're boring as, as sports fans here in America. We just sit on our hands the whole time until something happens. Yeah, we do. We got, I, I, Mason, one of my goals, and hi, guys, is to take you to Tijuana for a baseball game. You will oh, absolutely... Uh, yeah, I don't know if you'll come back, but you will love it. You <laughs> oh, have no, it. I, I will go to Tijuana for a baseball yeah. game on a, on a dime. Yeah, man. we just walk across. Uh, we walk across, walk right back. You'll uh, be home by 11. Don't even worry about it. It's fun, though, but just what you're talking about, Marcus, the noise factor is fantastic. Mace, I took 60 bucks, got hammered and fed and had a great time. Oh, beautiful. Is it Mexican League? Yeah, it's the Mexican League. Uh, it, it's like it would equivalent of AAA. It Do we know anybody that plays in the Mexican League? Are there are there names? Are yeah, either uh, on their way up or on their the, way down? The, the, well, usually on their way down. There are guys who say, you know what, I can make five grand in AAA, or I can make fifteen grand in Tijuana. Cash, straight cash, homie. So they'll go do that. Uh, Javi Guerra, remember, former Dodgers oh, pitcher yeah. in AAA yeah, down there. Yeah. Uh, you guys just said, you know, at the end of my career, I can be in Salt Lake, non-roster, no chance of making the big leagues, or I can go make some money and go to some good cities. So they go do that. There you go. Hey, all right. So let me ask you guys a question that. Uh, uh, to weigh in on a disagreement that Mason and I have. Oh, wow. Um, last night, I don't know if you guys watched the Dodger game, but it was spectacular. Yeah, it was fun. Eight, eight seven Braves. I thought the Dodgers were going to win it in the bottom of the ninth. They put two runners on, just couldn't get one in. Yeah, then they put and, Kike in, huh? Yeah, and they yeah. batted bad for yeah, Kike. But, uh, so I said to Mace, man, I would love to see those two teams in a seven-game series. I think it would be can't miss – postseason baseball and mason's like not me man i want somebody else ah. to knock the break because yep. he's gutless Absolutely. you're gutless that's why i want the easiest nah. win for the world series be the best i understand path of marcus least resistance. what do you think I think in, as a as a general baseball fan absolutely as a dodger fan look i just want to win path of least resistance actually that's a really good point as a baseball fan you want to see it as a Dodgers fan, nah. I want the I want the path to the World Series, the easiest path to a World Series. Because you're soft, Mace. That's why. No, it's you not. Want... It's not a matter yeah, of it is. the ring no, counts. It's a, ring it's counts a matter, the same. Uh, because you know what, Mace is going to happen. You're going to get what, what happened when the Dodgers won uh, during the bubble. Oh, it was an asterisk bubble. I right? was there. Okay, but no, people counts the same. And people when the Lakers well, won in the bubble. Wait, the Marcus actually makes the 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 heart of Mason's point. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, when you win a championship, goes back and says. Boy, the road was super easy. They just remember that you won the title. Yeah, but it, it's super hard regardless of who you play. Yeah. Here's, my, um, here's my argument, Beto. Sports, at their core, is an entertainment pro- uh, yeah. product. The most entertaining series would be Braves-Dodgers. We might not win, but, man, I would not miss a pitch. Of course. If the Braves – I mean, if the Dodgers end up playing – 
Milwaukee or Philadelphia. In the NLCS? Oh, I'm, I'm over on Bravo watching Housewives hey, get drunk. By the way, we're doing that anyway. anyway. Don't slough by off, the third don't, inning. Don't slough off Milwaukee. Don't slough off Philly. Philly's playing great baseball right now. Like, you know, there's not a in, – in a – I'm not sloughing off anybody. I'm, I'm rooting for the Dodgers no matter who they play. Right. In a baseball postseason – um, it can be any whether it's you know was three years ago it was the Nationals uh, with a ter- at one point they were like ten games under five hundred uh, rallied to make the last playoff spot uh, found a way to win it's you don't know who the good team is going to be last year in the was San Diego and Philly yeah San Diego and Woo. Philly all right I've covered give eight me the smoke NBA I want the smoke I want to beat the best and I the ones I remember the most are Lakers Celtics yep. sure for two of them we won yep. one and we lost one nine and ten but the years the eight, years that we yeah. beat. Orlando and mm. Indiana and Miami. Got the same. Eh. It's championships it's, count the same. New Jersey. They do. You're not wrong, but but I mean, you're talk, You're comparing the you're you're comparing Lakers Celtics, which is a historic rivalry. Right. The historic rivalry for the Dodgers is the Giants. They cannot face each other in the World Series because they're both in the National they could League. Face each other. In they the could playoffs. face each other in the playoffs. Yeah. How great was that? That one was a year great they, series. Yeah. They had to play the Giants in the playoffs, and the Dodgers took them out in the last game. That was great. Does everybody remember who the Dodgers beat to win the World Series? They, they beat Tampa. 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 Yeah. 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 The A's eighty-eight. <laughs> A's and 88 was the last one. Yeah. You're right. That's right. right. But, but that was that was the super team. That was the team with Jose Canseco we and the, Mark McGuire. We were the team that was barely above 500 and found a way to win. Right. Not this year. So, to, to me, it was it was the Dodgers' year. And you don't know. It could be Milwaukee's year. It could be Philly's year. It could be the Braves' year. As a ba- If I was Rob Manfred, I'd say, I want Dodgers-Braves. As a Dodgers fan, I want the easiest path, whatever that happens to be. Did you ever hear what David Stern's answer to that was? They asked him, what? would be the dream NBA Finals matchup from the NBA office perspective. Yep. And in a moment of complete candor, he went, Lakers versus Lakers? Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that series would score. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Marcus, I got I got something for you. I've been I've been getting getting ready for my fantasy football Nope, nope, nope. That's You're... at 5 o'clock. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, are you, what are you he's doing at 5 o'clock? A, he's not just a fantasy football guy. No, well, he but, is today. Mean, but he's a resource for us. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. You're right. Nope, I, am, nope. I am your fantasy football ATM. What do you need? At 5 p.m. Okay. <laughs> so we, Don't I, you dare I've been answer. going back and forth about whether or not to take a quarterback high or a quarterback low. So I've always taken a quarterback high in the draft. In my, but all the smart people seem to take the quarterback late. What's the right path? I, you know what? More and more people are starting to go with kind of the early quarterback uh, just because those those top-level guys give you an advantage. Um, you look, and it may not be, you know, a Mahomes or an Allen. I think there's some second-tier guys that you can still get in the fourth or fifth round that give you an advantage, guys like Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, these are all guys that, you know, they're not maybe the elite-level quarterbacks, but they're still really good. So, Marcus, I think the the cliff on quarterbacks in fantasy football this year is after four quarterbacks. I think that's there's only four in the top tier. The four, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, mm-hmm. are Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Lamar Jackson. You're missing Joe Burrow. I, don't, I would put him you in the second tier. You would put him on the tier. second tier? Yeah. He doesn't run. Oh, I would. Uh, he's he a doesn't top run. Tier quarterback. See the reason, Marcus. The reason I think that is Hertz runs, Josh Allen runs, Mahomes is just Mahomes. Oh, you're talking about strictly from a fantasy perspective. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I. Got um, it. And then uh, Lamar Jackson is a is a fantasy football machine. Yes, he is. Am I leaving? In your opinion, Marcus, am I leaving anybody out 
of the top, top elite tier. No, I think you've got it. You've got it nailed in, in those four. And here's the thing. Mahomes, he doesn't run the way those other guys runs, run, but he runs enough, right? He'll give you three to 400 yards rushing over the course of the season, and that's not bad. And then on top of it, you're, as you mentioned, yes, he is he's a one-of-one one when it comes to throwing the football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Beto, do you play fantasy at all? Yeah. You don't uh, strike me. Uh, do you? Oh, I'm a degenerate. You know I'm doing everything. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a terrible owner. We're, we're, and this is why we're going to have a show at 5 o'clock where we're just going to be fixing my fantasy team because I buy in, and the league I'm in is just a bunch of guys where we just talk trash to each other, but I don't get involved. I just buy the team. So I, I'm looking for a new GM because the GM I got uh, went to college. So I, I need somebody. Oh, <laughs> Mateo was your GM. Yeah, yeah. So he would run it. He would, so he learned how to trash talk to the adults quick at 12. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so Marcus, what the, we uh, we're out here in this private reception here, uh, very fancy at BMO Stadium uh, in the Founders Room with the 420 um, our, Club. Now the 420 right. Club, exactly. Now, Beto, I would imagine. I'm just guessing you will be here on Sunday. Is that um, is that true? I the ticket was denied. The credential is in limbo. Okay, in limbo. Yeah, well, it's, it's probably a very tough thing to get into. It is. Hey, let me let me throw one more thing at Marcus before we get out of here. Um, Marcus, no, I have you got sec- six more minutes. Don't be leaving me short here. Come on, oh, well, I've got I've got the second pick in in our draft, which is Wednesday night, and Jamar Chase. That's what everybody says. I want to take Austin Eckler because our league is very heavily mm. touchdown based. It's not a PPR league; it's just straight touchdowns, and nobody gets in the end zone more than mm. Austin Eckler. Would I be crazy if I took Eckler ahead of Jamar Chase? Not in that format. Not if it is if it is touchdown only. If you're not getting points per reception, then that does take a little bit of the shine off of Chase. And you can still come back around. I assume it's a snake draft, so rounds two yeah. and three. You can still go get yourself a couple of good wide receivers. Right. So I, I'm leaning Eckler, but it's actually Tyler's going to draft for me, and we'll see what he does. Yeah, but. we'll see what he does. Oh, you got a GM uh, so, also? Very nice. Uh, Beto, yeah. when are we going to the Dodger game? You and I are going to the Dodger game, right? Uh, yeah, the, the Padre game on the 12th, I believe. Yeah, the 12th. Yeah. The, oh, that's oh, two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, yeah, the 12th. Now, am I going to get the same treatment that no, Jorge no, no, just no, got? No, 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 no chance. Uh, it's work friends, right? It's work friends. Yeah, well, Mason's buying the tickets, and we're bringing Lindsay Baseball with us. So, oh, Birdman, me, you're oh, going to produce that Let me day. get this straight. So, no, no, no. Birdman, you're producing afternoon, and um, Lindsay's going to produce Mason that day. I'm going to the Dodger game, and happens. I'm buying tickets for you and Lindsay. You do it for Cappy. Why not for me? I did do it for Cappy. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. He stiffed me. He yeah. stiffed me. But I'll show up. I'll drive. Oh, okay, you drive. That's, yeah, I'll drive. That's good. Yeah, because uh, uh, we'll stop at Grisados before. Hey, Beto. Mm, yeah. Guisados. Guisados. Did <laughs> I say thanks, that? Greg. Beto, if we were in an it's airport great. in a typical U.S. city, uh-huh. all right, like let's say we're in the airport in New York City. We're yep. at JFK. And in one corner of the airport is Lionel Messi, and in the other corner of the airport is LeBron. Messi. He Messi. gets more attention? Messi, Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Just because he's more international? Yeah. He's huge. Well, I mean, he's like world. I mean, LeBron is worldwide famous too. LeBron will get the attention, but in the United States, where we see LeBron, right? Messi, we don't. Right, Messi, now, you don't. If you take LeBron to Spain, it's still Messi. <laughs> Messi, it's, just, <laughs> of course, it's a yeah. different world, man. It's look. You guys are doing a show at LAFC today. Why? Uh, to get, it's a messy pep rally exactly. to get ready for Sunday night. Exactly. As much as you want to say it's LAFC game, and we but love we, LAFC, we do, we we do plenty it. of shows that are, you know, before Laker games, too. Yeah, because of the Lakers, but it's messy is just a I different mean, thing. If, if, if we're, you know, judging by Instagram followers, which I know is sort of a, you know, a, a wonky measure, but I think LeBron's got like a million or two million yeah. 
Uh, Messi's got 484 million followers Whoa! on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 484 million on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mason, that's are you like going Kardashian Sunday? That's like Kardashian-level Instagram, isn't it? That's probably beyond that, that's even. That's on there. Mace, are you going Sunday? I'm thinking about exactly. it. Exactly. The fact that you would even think about it. It's the thing. I mean, it's the like thing I'm, and see, you, I'm and not you going to the FC game tomorrow night. I'm going to see Beyonce at uh, SoFi. But then Good Sunday, it would be it would be cool to see Beyonce and Messi on back-to-back nights. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Hey, are, is there a song that if Beyonce doesn't play it, you'll be disappointed? Sure. What is it? Well, I mean, I think she will. Crazy in Love is my favorite Beyonce. So that's the one that you would be mad if she didn't play. That's absolutely the one, yeah. I I love that song. I love that song. I think you could release that now, and it would go back to number one. It's such a good record. Um, Beyonce, by the way, you're supposed to wear silver stuff for the Beyonce concert. Didn't you just do the Niner Stadium? Is that where she was at? Is that? uh, Yeah, I think she was up at Levi. Yeah, okay. she was up at Levi. Um, but no, she's asking everybody to wear uh, shiny silver stuff. So I've got the jacket that I wore to Mandy's one that I'm going to wear. It's it's going to make Beyonce very happy. Why? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm right in front of the stage. I'm going to make her happy. She wants the place to be like a big disco ball. So uh, that's how I'm going to roll on uh, Saturday. And then Messi, you know, I, I believe in this thing called – I've talked about it on the air before. The zeitgeist. Like, what's everybody taught? What's a thing? Like, like Taylor Swift Taylor was very Swift much in was the, the zeitgeist. zeitgeist. Yes. Yeah. Um, Beyonce right now in town for multiple shows. Zeitgeist. Messi, huge zeitgeist. That's what everybody's talking about. So I try to put myself in positions where I can have those experiences. Um, John, you and I talk all the time about how you can either buy stuff or buy experiences. Mm-hmm. And stuff is fine to have. Experiences last forever. Well, one thing I've always admired about you is that you're, you've married your life to that. You yep. have, um, you're very good about uh, – you never have FOMO. No. Okay, because you, if something big is happening, you get it. You're you're there. I find a way in. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm like I, I wish I was a little more like you in that regard. Like if it's, I, I gotta have a perfect setup. Like I, I'm a I'm a seat snob. I gotta have really good seats. I right. gotta have parking. I've got yeah. you know that type of thing. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Mason but, lives know, the life. Maybe. Mason does live the life. Yeah. Right. Well, Cappy's like that too. Cappy goes to everything except uh, the USC game last Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. You know I don't know. That was a zeitgeist moment, was it? What the SC game? No, that I was, was not. Zeitgeist. I would say I was no, there. I, if so, Marcus, I, I was what, there. I feel I feel great then. Yeah, Marcus. What that was was I said, Cappy, do you want to go to the SC game? He said yes, and get me an extra ticket. And then he couldn't use the tickets. <laughs> so that's that's different. That's why it's irritating. USC uh, San Jose State was not the Zeitgeist, and it won't be the Zeitgeist tomorrow at the Coliseum with Nevada, Nevada in town either. Well, we'll uh, but I think Beyonce, Messi, both Zeitgeist kind you of go, uh, kind of moments. You got to do that. Um, all right, hey, Beto, what time are you doing the fantasy football solve all your problems segment? Five o'clock. I'm going to learn all about fantasy football. We're going to solve Beto's fantasy team. Is what okay, we're gonna do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure to listen to that. And yeah. we want to thank everybody at BMO Stadium who helped set this up. Thank, thank you, you to you all guys. you guys were here. You were fantastic. Uh, we will back Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Woo! Coming up next for you is Beto Duran and Marcus Grant, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is what you're supposed to do. Everybody's gone. The last day of vacation. For all of you complaining. We miss Nick Sedano and Cap too. <laughs> Bethel Duran, Marcus Grant with you on Sedano and Cap. The last day where the guys are going to be gone. Um, we've seen all the tweets that come through in the circle of the trust. Yes, we miss them as well, man. It's, it does feel like George has been gone for a whole month. But when he comes back next week, he's going to be super, super energized. I actually talked with him yesterday. He's at Syracuse this weekend, so if you want your Sedano fix, you can check him out on the ACC Network. He's calling Syracuse and Colgate. Cappy, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that guy's at. I, he's a work friend, so I don't text him that often. Uh, but everybody else is good. Funch is here. Funch. Producer Lindsay's here. Lindsay. Marcus Grant is here. Marcus. Oh, wait, that's me. That's you. And I'm here till 6.30. Then we'll uh, hand it off to Angels Baseball. All right, so I got to clarify a couple things, Marcus, here. Okay. All right, so you know the circle of trust. They yep. welcomed you with open arms. I got a pin. I feel like I'm fully- Oh, you got pinned? I, I did. Oh, Casper Villa hooked you up. Yes, huh? absolutely. Very nice. So, right now, so yesterday I think I said something. You know, once I start talking, I'm in the flow. I'm in the zone. It happens. Uh, yesterday, the dealer's choice- I was able to uh, read a bunch of tweets from the circle, and I said, Crypto Ray, well, he tweets a lot. Now, Crypto Ray, I'm not going to apologize, because you do tweet a lot, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't a slight at you. So some of the people were saying, Bethel, it's not cool that you're going after Crypto Ray. No, if you go back and look at the circle of trust, I also tweeted, you do tweet a lot, but I love your tweets. Your tweets are good, exclamation marks. You add to the show Bring it. He said he wasn't going to tweet during the show. No, we want you to tweet during the show, especially in the circle of trust. Then I had a follow-up tweet. For the record, I love all the circle tweets and their interaction. They're all good. I say more crypto. I say more everyone. Is tweeting a lot of bad thing? Well, he took it that I said it was a bad thing. Now, there's some people who tweet in other communities, mm-hmm. specifically the Mason mm-hmm. Ireland one, where it's just one guy talking to himself, and that's just way too much. That's a little creepy. Exactly. In the Travis one, I don't even know what goes on over there. But in the circle of trust, because the tweets are so good, it's good. When you add content, when you bring it, so do that. So don't don't nobody get on my side and start telling me, Bethel, you hate the circle of tweets. I know. I love them because they add to the show. All right, let's clarify that right now. How All right, let's get that out of the way. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be back here. I know that the circle of trust has welcomed me with yes, open arms. Have. Yes, they have. So I'm, I'm happy to be back. It's a Friday. It's Labor Day weekend. What's enough to love? Uh, and it's. A big weekend for football. Their football kicked off yesterday. There's games going on right now. Uh, there's a U.S. Open. There's baseball, the Dodgers, all that good stuff. News coming out of the Pac-12 where Stanford, Cal R.I.P. are going to – Stanford, Cal, and SMU going to the ACC. Because you know that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have Stanford and Cal playing the Atlantic Coast Conference. Uh, yeah, nothing like having a Stanford and Cal at Syracuse 
you or, know, I or Boston can't, College. Can't wait till it's you know the Bears traveling to Blacksburg to take on the Virginia Tech Hokies. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Uh, Robert Correa, icon. This is the best tweet ever. Thoughts, Bethel? Fantastic, great tweet. Uh, so thank you guys for bringing it here. Um, we are going to get into fantasy. Not because Marcus Grant is from the NFL Network and he works on 8,000 different fantasy shows and I need help with all this stuff. We're going to get into the fantasy talk at 5 o'clock. Um, I am a casual fantasy player. I'm only in one league just to talk trash to my friends and get some food when we all get to drunk together this weekend. It's on Sunday. Um, and we're going to talk about the fantasy world. Because yeah. I know this is your time where everybody comes up to you, Marcus. Your social media is this is uh, it's Marcus G M A R C A S G on on Twitter or whatever we're calling that website now. Uh, this is the time of year where people I haven't heard from in a year just text me out of the blue and ask, like, "Hey, my draft, my draft's in fifteen minutes. I got the third pick. What should I do?" Like stuff like that, you know. <laughs> um, and what should they do? Yeah, so don't wait fifteen minutes beforehand. You know, you go and follow Marcus' work on the NFL Network, also his social media. You get all kinds of good stuff. Lizzie, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling lovely. How are you? All right. Um, as long as I get some rundowns printed, I'll be even better. I'm working get, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, we had this problem yesterday. Okay. Where I'm not good at email. Um, I'm not. I good mean, at, I was gonna say, do you, like who who prints anything anymore? Me. <laughs> obviously, obviously, somebody does. Somebody does. There's a printer in the building, so yes. someone uses it. Um, I'm not good at you know business correspondence worth that good stuff so mm-hmm. once i get into an email thread where there's a bunch of different people when they were start writing like best uh yeah don't reply all so i had to do that yesterday because we had to come up with the cocktails for our golf tournament next friday mm-hmm. at black gold and i got caught up and you know i don't know i still don't know the cob eod all that other stuff that happens there. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have that info network all those emails we you know i like i i've learned I have learned how to use filters and folders just for that reason. Okay. So, like, if it doesn't directly apply to me, I have it, like, filtered into some other folder that I don't even see. See, we get the emails here from Stephanie, who does a great job for the company, and I see those, and I know anytime I see those emails, they don't respond to me, so I don't read them, because I know it doesn't affect Makes me, sense. Right? Because I'm not, like, when they say, oh, lunch is being served, I'm not in the building, so I'm not going to get this. Not my pig, not my farm. Exactly. Now, if you want to reach out to me, text is best, like everybody is texting me right now. Uh, we do know that a lot of people are frustrated because of Spectrum and the problem that they're having with ESPN and Disney. So if you want to watch ESPN games, oh, good luck. Luckily, yeah, I, I learned that the hard way yesterday. What happened? I was trying to watch Florida and Utah. I, I, you know, there were two games going on. You know, you had the uh, was it the the. Uh, well, there's an SEC game, I think it was yesterday, yeah. or no, the big the Big Ten game, uh, Minnesota, 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 Nebraska. Yeah. So I had that on one channel. I'm like, hey, let me flip over and see what this other game is too, so I can kind of go back and forth. And then I got the the blue screen of death, and was not thrilled about it. Now I don't have cable at home, so I watch everything on my computer. So you go and you put it on the TV. What's you put it on the, it's it's you know this whole like soliloquy, uh, kind of a scroll thing about how you know we are trying to work out a deal with ESPN and no. we want to give you the best op- you know, we want to give you the best service. Basically it's it's spectrum uh you know trying to point the finger at ESPN and I'm sure ESPN is pointing the f- it's like the Spider-Man meme right now. Everybody's like pointing fingers back and forth. Um and it's frustrating as a fan. Now I fortunately have ESPN Plus. So I was able to go check the check the game out. But for a lot of folks who don't, I'm sure it's a frustrating experience. So if you have ESPN Plus, you can log in? You can log in, and you can see it. Damn, see but the games. most likely you don't remember your password anyway. There's right? that part. <laughs> There's that part. You have to remember the password. Or, you know, you have to do this whole, whole you know, forgot password thing and go through oh, the process of resetting worst. it. And 
Um, you know, that that thing. I had to do that for the Fantasy League because uh, we went to ESPN, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. And, and we're like, oh, log in, log out. I'm and like, like, oh, I yeah. don't remember any of that stuff. So <laughs> That's why I only have like two passwords and I just <laughs> alternate yeah. between them. Password 12345 and then password 54321. That's, That's it. it. If you That's all hack, you need. If you want to hack me, feel free. Go ahead. Uh, Dodgers lost yesterday to Atlanta. Fun game to watch. Uh, you're a baseball guy. You I am. Played in the minor, mm-hmm. You are not played in the minors, but you broadcast in the minor leagues. I did broadcast in minor leagues. Yes. So, so you know that grind. I do. I do. It's like you know, it's 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 cool when your team is winning and successful. It it really stinks though when your team's like you know 15 games out of first and it's August and you're you're schlepping around Bakersfield in 100 degree heat. Yeah. How many years did you do that for? Uh, two seasons, two full seasons in the California Which League. Which might as well be five. Well, you know, I mean, when you're riding buses up and down the five with a whole bunch of guys who are like 20 years old and like farting on buses, it's not fun. Yeah, things are completely different now because everybody just puts on their headphones. They have uh, Wi-Fi and they have a phone. So exactly. Yeah, we didn't have that before. Lindsay, you're a saint. Thank you for bringing uh, the paperwork. I do have papers here. I know. I am really being 45 right now. I'm one of those guys where I know, I know, I, I just need papers in front of me. It's so, like old know. school radio here. It is. It is. I'm a. You know. I'm gonna bring out the newspaper right now. I'll read box scores for you too while you're at it. Hey, absolutely, <laughs> man. That used to be the highlight of my day as a kid. Getting the paper in the morning and going through the box scores and yeah. stuff. We I figured out how to read those. It was great. It was all kinds of good stuff. Right. right. So we're gonna be here till six thirty. Beth the Durant, Marcus Grant, and you in the circle of trust and everybody else. Uh, yesterday I worked with Clinton Yates. Mm-hmm. That was out of control. Today I'm working with Marcus. Fantasy's gonna be out of control. And Marcus isn't just a fantasy guy. We're gonna get into a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but right now I I'm. A, turn it a little bit and there's no other way to put it um i want to send our condolences to brady popinga Mm -hmm. um brady popinga played for the green bay packers uh not too long ago and i used to work with him over at 570 when i used to work uh the chargers uh pre and post Mm -hmm. i would do weekend shows with brady used to work at fox sports radio uh brady played for the packers but brady mormon and he went and did his uh, mission to a Spanish-speaking country. So okay. he and I would flow back in Spanish every now and then. It was cool. N- don't know him that well, but just from working. And um, this week, his son, Julius, a 17-year-old senior at Westlake High, um, suffered a severe asthma attack, and it led him to pass away. Mm. Um, Julius was a lineman, also a lacrosse player, was getting recruited. And I just dropped off my son at college. And right. You're a father of young kids, so I can't even imagine that. And uh, Brady tweeted out, I would like to thank everyone for their unbelievably beautiful, sweet, and loving compassion sent our way. Julius is a special soul who has touched so many lives. He is missed, but we know that through the Savior, we'll see him and be with him again. So, you know, um, you know a lot of people go to high school football games this time of year. I actually went to my brother's high school yesterday in Maywood mm-hmm. and just watched it. And it's a special time of year right. for families where – you know, you're watching kids. You know, they might not go to college to play, but it's a there's something about the Friday night lights, and uh, for Brady to lose his son, 17 year old Julius, who suffered a severe asthma attack last week, went to the hospital, suffered a collapsed lung that he did not recover from. So we want to send condolences to the Papinga family. Absolutely, yeah. It's a you know, it's a, it's a tough thing, and and I know you talk about the Friday night lights, and I know it's a special time, especially yeah. for fathers and sons, for families in general, yeah. and I, I can only imagine uh, for Brady having played in the NFL too, what yeah. it's like to, to watch your son play that. Level. Yeah, and a lot of outpouring of support from the Westlake family for Brady and uh, his late son Julius. So, wish the family um, well in this tough time for them. So. Um, just wanted to make sure to acknowledge Brady, somebody who we worked with in the business here. And, you know, he, he's young. He's 43. He's almost 17. Yeah. Just, Absolutely. I want to hit home right there. Yeah, um, totally. So. 
this, uh, thoughts and prayers to the Popinga family. All right, coming up, though, we're going to break down a little bit of the Dodgers and the Braves, what happened yesterday, three more games to go. I was watching that game, and I couldn't stop rooting for the Dodgers. And I'm not even a Dodger so fan. So you're not like a hardcore Dodger no, guy. No, but I, there was something about that team, and I want to get your thoughts about that. Beth Durant, Marcus Grant, and you on 710 ESPN. Uh, coming up, some football, some Dodgers, but also – I got to get your thought on what's going to happen next Friday because next Friday is the 10th annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. Even if you're not golfing with us that day, Circle of Trust, make plans to be with us for the 19th hole party starting at 4 o'clock. I'm hosting thanks to San Pedro Fish Market and Cravable.com. Crave, order, enjoy. Deliciously affordable restaurant meals shipped to you. Get your favorite neighborhood restaurant meals from different cities for less than menu prices. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Summertime. Certain songs just hit. Whether you have a beautiful like, voice. Yeah, Thank you. you. Like or not, Thank you. Will Smith. Summer, summer, summer I'd rather hear the Marcus Grant version <laughs> right there. <laughs> Beth Durant, Marcus Grant, NFL Network. Sorry, I'm eating right now. I know. What are you? What are you eating? It smells yeah. delicious over so, there. So I hate being that guy. But today I became. But not enough that to guy. not be that guy. No, because I'm starving. This is the first time I've eaten today. Um, it's, looks at watch. Yeah. So I. So all right. The day got away from me. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. So the day got away from me. A lot of stuff going on. I woke. I wake up early. Okay. And I usually don't eat till about twelve thirty. That's usually what I eat. On purpose? Are you yeah. like? Is this like an intermittent fasting thing? Um, I try because I'm too big right now for my size. Okay. So I try not to eat till about twelve thirty. So I wake up, have my coffee, cool black coffee, straight. Right. And then I've trained myself, so I go work out around ten. Mm-hmm. And then uh, about 12.30, I'll get like a, sh- a protein shake. And then I'll rat two, I'll eat. And then a little bit more. And then my last meal will try to be around 6 o'clock. But when you work here in radio, sk- schedules are different. 
Then today yeah. I go to the gym and then I get a phone call about some other work stuff. And then I lost that. I lost track of time figuring out the kids stuff. And next thing you know, and then I'm at home and I realize, damn, I got to go to work. I got to go to work. <laughs> I, I had not texted Lindsay at all. I had <laughs> not. Because uh, usually when I work with Lindsay, I'm always I check in with her early on. Mm-hmm. We're good. Lindsay does a great job. She's very producer. meticulous. She's very, very organized. It works. That's why we get along well, because I'm very attention to detail, believe it or not. And I know what's going on. I'm like, hey, this could be help for uh, dealer's choice or whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. Then I realize it's 2.45. Yeah. I got to go. Got to go to work. Haven't eaten anything. Yeah. And then I get here. And I'm like, okay, I, usually if I haven't eaten, I can get with it. Mm-hmm. But nah, <laughs> I got here and I even offered every, I, did I not offer to buy everybody you food? You absolutely did. did. Right. Absolutely. I wish I would have gotten something too because I was just telling Funch, now I'm hungry. So my problem wait. was, I went to the yard house, I, I bought Funch some food. Yeah, remember I was telling you, I, I sold that little bucket of mine, so that was another thing this morning. Right. Um, my, my car that, it's just the one my son was driving, but then he's gone in college and the engine's about to blow up, so I found how to junk your car and some guy shows up half hour later with the... A tow truck and he gives me a check we're good so all that good stuff i'm like i got money i'll pay for it, lunch guys i'm a baller <laughs> then you know when you order when you're hungry and you order too much food right i'm looking at that right now i got a salad i got a sandwich i got uh sweet potato fries stuff that i don't ever really it's like eat. it's like going to the grocery store when you're hungry i you just said the same thing like right? that's the worst idea ever don't ever grocery shop while hungry or no, hungry absolutely. or after i like, get edible like that's yeah. the yes. worst yeah. no. you just start buying stuff that you you don't want or yeah. need yeah and then the next day you're like oh man why did i buy all why this? do i have this i don't need hungry pop tarts <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's marcus grant on beth the rest of the download cap come back next week right now but right now we're trying to figure out my food situation so we get done I order the food, and I even look at lunch. I'm like, damn, bro, what'd you order? Why is it so expensive? What'd you say? I didn't know. Because you ordered everything, not me. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, yeah. I ordered one thing. He orders one thing. is like ma- a side of mac and cheese or something. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Was that a side? This fool ordered oh, no, truffle. No, he got truffle he mac got and cheese. He got truffle mac and cheese. Okay, that's like an extra $12 I mean, the, right he there. The, he, got the, he got the Cadillacs of mac yeah. and yeah, cheese. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Frunch did the, Bethel's been harassing me. Go big or go home. No, you did the. You've been harassing me and mean for 20 years and trying to punk me. I'm going to collect right now. Oh. If you were going to do that, you would have bought the steak. No, no. French isn't that mean. Surf and turf. Nah, yeah. So, oh, man. So, that, that was it. So, I got food here. It's getting cold. I'm not even, like, I even, I felt bad. I even told Funch, hey, can you give me something to drink? Because I forgot my wa- water bottle. Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing that. And I'm like, I'm acting like a diva. I'm acting like a mason. You, you really have been. Like, it, this really did get away from you today. Oh, it's, it's a mess, man. And my, I don't even know where my kid is at because I was, my dad Treating was me like an intern. Her. No, I treat the interns nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, like, my daughter, I'm supposed to go get her. I don't quite know where she's at. It's just a whole thing right now. But Wait, me, did you forget to pick that you had to pick up your daughter? No, my dad was going to get her, but then we canceled that, and I think her uncle's getting her. <laughs> oh, no, you better figure that out, Beto. Yeah, she's 13. Uh, but she's at my brother's house. She can walk to my brother's house, so she's fine. So my brother's... Anyway, he's probably listening. Uh, we're good, though. <laughs> probably listening at home, like, oh, am I supposed to go pick her up right now? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot going on. And I can't figure out my fantasy team. And the Dodgers lost yesterday. So yeah. we'll get into that. But, Lindsay, I got something going on, too. I f- meant to send you this video this morning. A friend of mine, Janelle, is in Miami feeding llamas, Lindsay. What? 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 Is it Pepe's llama? No, no, it's not Pepe's llama. She's okay, I was going to say, he gets around. I said, he's like, that, that'd be impressive. Yeah. She's there legit feeding llamas. I'm like, okay, this, this is a sign, Marcus. We're going to have a great show. Okay. But I forgot to send Lindsay the video. 
Uh, That's and, okay. And she's feeding the llama, and the llamas are making noise. I'm like, this would have been great for the show. What noise? What noise do llamas make? Is this like a goat sort of thing, I or what like is it? I feel like it's kind of like they kind of like yell almost. Yeah. 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 I just made that up. I had no idea. <laughs> I really had no find idea. It. But I mean, speaking of llamas, I do have a llama update. But what you got? I mean, should. Should I like do it now or should I save it for what you need to know? Because that's what I was going to do. Oh. Ooh, that's a tease. Oh. Yeah. Stick around for llama news. Llama update. Do, 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 we do, got do, llama do, do, drama do. coming later. Oh, we got Jama Rama, Llama Dama, all that other good stuff. What time is it? Need to know, Lens? It's at 4.55. All right, 4.55. We'll get the update on the llama. All right. Yesterday, Dodgers, they're losing. Yep. Right away. By the time I get home, I turn it on and I figure it out. Because, you know, I don't have a TV, so i got to go find some kind of site to find it. Um, and, damn it, Lance Lynn, give up a grand slam to Ronald Acuna, who got married that day. I mean, honestly, he was feeling great. Yeah. You know, it's a big day for Ronald Acuna. Yeah, 30, 60, all that good stuff. Yet, when I'm watching it, Marcus, I look at it, I'm like, you know what? They might be down, but this Dodger team's not out. Right. It became that chip away, chip away. Mind you, this isn't a playoff series right now, because you're not going to have... You know, some of the guys playing right now. You know, Michael Bush did hit a home run, but mm-hmm. if he's in the playoffs for you, you'd you rather have J.D. Martinez. Pretty much. So, when you look at this Dodger team right now, Marcus, they have that we're not going to quit attitude mm-hmm. that we're still in the game. And then next to you know, my after my glass of wine, the ninth inning, we got something going we got on. got a ball game. Yeah. We got a ball game. I think, I think that's maybe a difference this year versus last year. Because last year... At least on paper, they were a better team, right? They went a ton of games last year, and then they flame out in the playoffs. And I think one of the biggest things, and it was a thing Dave Roberts talked about, was that they just didn't seem to really have that sort of sense of urgency. And that was a thing the Padres had last year. And honestly, I feel like one of the biggest things that changes it, uh, Kike Hernandez, and I know he had an awful at-bat at the end of the game last night, but he brings that sort of energy, and he brings that fire. He's a guy that you want to have in the clubhouse in the dugout because he is going to sort of bring that. And they've got a lot of guys who are very business-like, right? Freddie Freeman is business. Mookie Betts is business. You need that guy who's going to sort of light a fire under people, and Kike Hernandez sort of does that. And I think that is a big difference between last year's team and this year's team. And I think that can make a difference, maybe not on the field, but I think in terms of attitude, and I think that goes a long way. You did something I've always wanted to do in my career. I wanted to call minor league baseball. Okay. Um, Never got hired. Because I wasn't that good. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just know. Details. My, my, te- my tape sucked, right? Um, but when you're around teams on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. you can tell if they got something. Yeah. You can tell if they got a dog in them. You can tell if they got some quit in them. You, know, you look at this Padre team this year, and there ain't nothing in there. Right? No. Nah. You look at this Dodger team. There's something there. Right, there's something there. It's and it's you talk about the fact that they chipped away and against the Braves, who have the best record in baseball right now, and they got down big and they made it a game and they gave themselves a chance to win in the ninth inning. And I think you get to a point where you start to believe, no matter what the situation is, that you can win a game. And I think that's sort of where the Dodgers are right now. And on a night where 
Lance Lynn blew up. I mean, he had been great since they brought him over, and he blew up early in that one, and they yeah. still felt like they had a shot to win. Look, as my father would say, oh. uh, if baseball games were three innings, the Dodgers would have got smoked last night. You know, but <laughs> why, why was your dad talking about three inning baseball games? Uh, you know, just the, the, the point being, like, you know, they were down early. Like, they, you still got a shot because you got 27 outs to use. And, and I'm, I'm going to write that one down. All. Mi- yeah. Mr. G? I Mr. Grant. Yeah, you know, if, if, games, if baseball games were three innings, the Dodgers would have got smoked last night. <laughs> that was it. But they had a chance in this one. Uh, and that goes a long way. It really does. Normally, and everybody that knows me, and I get accused of this all the time, I'm the hater. I'm the one who's going to be negative about it. And I always remind people, I'm not a Dodger fan. I'm not a Laker fan. I cut my teeth as a reporter. And when mm-hmm. you see how the sausage is made and you realize what goes on behind the scenes, and especially if you want to be a reporter, you lose that fandom connection to a team because you're, yeah. you want to be... You, I think you become sort of fans of people. Yes. But less of teams. Correct. And you learn that the day you go to Journalism 101, whatever college you're at, whether you're El Camino or whether you're USC, wherever you're at, you learn that you're not on the team. I'm, I'd rather root for my own paycheck, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and my job. But you do become fans of players and you root for a player. You root right? for stories, yeah. yeah, for, especially yeah. the stories. This Dodger team, and I haven't been around that often this year on the credential, but when I do go, it's very corporate. Mm-hmm. And because of COVID, you don't have the access that you used to have. Like, there was a story in The Athletic today about how Lionel Messi has not done any kind of press since he got to MLS. Hmm. Well, in Europe, they don't do that. They don't have to. No. MLS has a policy. They're just supposed to talk after the, every game. Mm, Messi's not doing that because in Europe, you see they have mixed zones and guys do their interview. He's done a Maybe one Apple walk-off interview, but that's it. Anyways, in the baseball in the United States, guys talk all the time. Yeah. You see them. But now in this day and age, they're very buttoned up. You don't get to know guys. Yet this Dodger team, when you're watching from a distance, whether you're a fan or whether you're at the stadium, or whether you're a member of the media, you see that they have a team that's going to fight you tooth and nail, where in the past it was a team that, ah, they're going to go out there, they're going to beat you. Right. They're going to get there no matter what. Now it's they're not out of a game anymore. You don't turn off a Dodger game anymore. Right. That's what ha- I caught myself yesterday realizing that. And, and I think this is a team. I think some of it is there weren't there weren't huge expectations. I think there was the belief that this team was good enough to win the division, yeah. get to the playoffs. I don't think people came into this year expecting this was going to be a World Series team. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to be rebuilding. They let go of a lot of guys. They were kind of starting over in a lot of respects. Uh, But here they are, a handful of games behind the Braves for the best record, a chance to get that one seed, and really a legitimate shot at getting to a World Series. And so I think as much as a team with a large payroll and a number of superstars can be grinders – this team is kind of a bunch of grinders. I mean, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, they're the headliners. Time but out. a lot of guys who are grinders. I have Uh-oh. to stop you. Uh-oh. No, they're not? I feel like it's hilarious hearing people at all. I'd be like, oh, man, this is such a gutty Dodgers team. It's like you still have Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw, Freddie Freeman. Like, let's be serious. No, but Clayton, and, but Clayton and, Kershaw's and, not and, the and, same Clayton Kershaw he was five no, years I ago. Mean, he's, he's had a pretty five, damn good season. He's five innings, Kershaw. Right, he's five innings. I just think I just think that to to say that they're like you know, they, uh, but Linz, they are. I get that underdogs by any notion. Well, uh, well, for is, example, is not true. Dodgers took your guy Ahmed Rosario, who you didn't want, and look at him. Well, yeah, they didn't want him because they knew they everyone knew before the season started they were going to trade him. Uh huh. And and what'd you get for him? Nothing, right? 
And now look at him. They just wanted to get, I mean, they were going to get rid of him either way. Uh-huh. And he's on the Dodgers. You, you yeah, of all people, complained. You said, like, why him? He sucks. His defense is terrible. This is not. No, I said I was glad they traded him because they, I mean, they're not going to pay him. They tried to negotiate with him before the season. Anyway, my point is people saying, like, oh, man, this this Dodgers team is so gutty. Like, look what they're doing. I, I just don't. I Michael have a hard time Bush buying it. Bush is playing for you right now. They have talent. But you've got, you've got Mookie Betts who's been playing out of yes. position for a good chunk of the year, right? You've got, year. you've got, you know, Kike Hernandez bringing him back. He's he's a utility guy. James Outman is having a really good rookie season, but he's a rookie. You mentioned Rosario, uh, Miguel Rojas. I mean, they're doing it with some young talent, but this isn't Rojas who was up and down. This struggled. isn't the Bellinger, Seager, exactly. you know, uh, you know, Justin Turner. These, this is a different group of, uh, of guys right now. Sure, it is. But again, I'm. I, I understand that they're they're playing above expectations, but by no means I I don't think anybody should be calling them like gritty little underdogs. Like that's not that's not. They the weren't case. picked to win the West. Okay, by people that by I mean, everybody. how how often how often do people actually win the West but, when they're picked to win but the West? The Dodgers every year. Okay. <laughs> so again, then well, I mean, the one year just except because, the one year the Giants won like a gazillion games and somehow pulled it out by like a game and a half or whatever I, it was. I'm not saying what they haven't done isn't impressive because it is. I'm just saying I think they're a far cry from being like underdogs. But they have been. If you look at them, this is okay. A- okay, we'll we'll agree to disagree because I think that's ridiculous. No, they're being. You out- don't have you don't have like the best possible like one two punch ever in Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, and, and say have- that they're underdogs. But they still. Well, first of all, nobody's saying that they're underdogs. I mean, right? you did. In theory, saying, you, it, we said they're gritty and they're fun to in watch. In theory, the Angels have had one of the best one two punches in a for, for a long time. And where, where's that gotten play, them? Imagine if they played on the same team. Where has that gotten them? But yeah. are they underdogs? I mean, they they kind of are. Okay. Right. The Angels, the Angels, absolutely, they're underdogs. Okay, I'm just saying. I think again, the, the Angels don't have the history that the Dodgers do. That's all. I'm yeah. just saying. No, they do not. They're a far yeah. cry from being called. They should not be called underdogs. Of course, they're fun to watch. I don't think that even if the team wasn't like you know, what? I'm not taking you with Mason anymore. Mason, do not buy her a ticket. <laughs> Why? Because I'm just saying We're that. We're not like, taking her. Everyone, I feel again. I just me feel Mason, like me and Mason are gritty. Lazy, he's, calling, no. he's calling you a shoe in for hater of the year. If we no no, hater. I'm not being a hater. <laughs> I'm not being a ball. hater at all. I think hater it's great. Ball. Okay. This side of the Mississippi. <laughs> okay, again, I don't understand how it's being called a hater when I'm saying I just don't think that it's correct because if you go back to the beginning of the season, I bet a lot of you guys, I know a lot of you guys were like, well, you know, the Padres, they're not going to be that good. Like the no, every, day, they still are the Padres. No, I, the Dodge, the Padres won the I actually I actually thought the Padres were going to win the division this year. Yeah, okay. I really believed that. You are one of them, but and I know like like Sedano and Cap. I know there's a lot of people on the station well, who are like, well, they're still the Dodgers, they're still the Dodgers and I, now they're like, man, what they've done is impressive and it's like, okay. It has they they went okay. 25 and 5 and it is, and I'm not saying it's not impressive. I'm just saying to call them an underdog hey, is ridiculous. Hey, hey, That's all. Bring it down. They're not a an underdog. Bit. They're bring not it. underdogs. They're the sh- Dodgers. You, you want some fries? They're, they're, you want some fries? I'd love some fries. You want some yard house? I'll order again, Lens. Come on, <laughs> let's feed you. She's hangry over there. I'm just saying they're, they're, they're not underdogs. Period. Okay. Well, the the gutty little Dodgers play again. <laughs> uh, and tomorrow, you know who they're throwing? TBD. They're gonna have a bullpen game. Mm. Mm. So that's why they're gutty and gritty. But I, I like the, I like that passion. Long I know long. I know this this isn't a playoff series, obviously, but I do think there's something to be said for kind of how they compete in this series because there's a very good chance they will run into the Braves 
in the postseason. And I, I think what we saw yesterday, a little bit worrisome in the sense that their starting pitching, I think, still mm-hmm. has some kinks to be ironed out, mm-hmm. right? And Lance Lynn's been very good until last night, but you do wonder long-term, what can you get out of Lance Lynn? Uh-huh. Uh, what does the rest of the starting rotation look like? And the last few years, we have seen a very overworked bullpen in the playoffs for the Dodgers. What happens? How does that work against a Braves team that has really been mashing all year long when you're running these same you know, four or five arms out there every night over the course of a seven-game series? So I think this is sort of an opportunity to kind of measure up and see how things might go if you do run into the Braves in October. Uh, as my guy Henry Ramirez tweets, go, Lindsay, tell Bethel to shut up. They're, hey, not, as, as Tor- they're not the 88 Dodgers. As Tortuga said, the only people who think Dodgers are underdogs are Dodgers fans. Well, then call me a Dodger fan because I'm going to the playoffs with them. Dodgers, Braves tonight. And I can't believe I just said call me a Dodger fan. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> coming up, though, update on the llama, update on NFL, update on everything. And also, I got to figure out exactly if I'm going to keep my fantasy co-owner because the dude has not responded to the WhatsApp. So I got some issues going on, and I still got to finish my food. Marcus Grant, I'm Beth Duran, producer Lizzie, producer Funge. We're all in here. Uh, Sedano and Cap coming back next week. But you know what's awesome next week? The 10th Annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino is next Friday at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. Special thanks to our partners, Maestro Dobel, the official tequila of ESPN LA Golf Classic, Bushmills, chart your own course. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Little Steely Dan on a Friday? Hauling Oats. It's Hauling Oats, baby. Oh, damn it. Took a guess. I didn't know who it was. <laughs> You know the Hall and Oats? I do know Hall and Oats. Right. I was going to go see them. I, I I was going to buy tickets to see them at the Hollywood Bowl, and then the pandemic happened, and the whole oh. world shut down. No, Darryl still kind of heartbroken. He's the one that goes really high, right? On the voice, he can. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. 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 Wait, wait
710 ESPN, Sedano and Cap. George will be on the ACC Network tomorrow. You can check him out. Uh, Syracuse takes on Colgate. Cappy, well, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) And is everybody all testy right now? Everybody all fired up? Absolutely. Am I stirring it? Absolutely. So the circle of trust coming in strong. Nobody's testy, okay? This is what Beto does because he likes to rile people up and his whole thing. Well, what do you want me to do? Sit here and be like, okay, let's go. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Look, I'm not mad about him being a pot stirrer. I'm just saying that that calling someone a hater for saying a team is good doesn't really make sense. Hater. Okay, I mean, whatever. Where's Chappelle right now? I mean, big, big, ball. big E in the circle of trust says a lot of hate on the Gutty Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. Got a Gary Coleman gif up here, too? I got better things to do than argue about uh, you know, logistics <laughs> here. From the Ace of SoCal, over half of your starting rotation on the DL, you can be called a gutty team. There you go, Ace. There it is. All right, there Again, you go. Again, I'm not using, I, I said uh, underdogs because right. that was the phrase that we're debating here. But, Troy you know. Lake, the Dodgers lose and everything goes to hell. Schematics. You can go to hell! Is that how Sedona says it? <laughs> <laughs> I really miss George on a day like today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I would have been loaded right now on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> Wait, you're not? You want me to start drinking? I thought, I'll, I thought I'll you start. were. I'll start. I thought you were. Now I got some food in my side. Don't, don't dare him. Yeah, okay. I thought you were. I still my got bad. those bottles of tequila mandala in the car. My bad. Three of them. And we all got the Australia I'll take a shot. You won't. A big one, too. You only drink Hennessy, man. Doesn't mean I don't drink tequila. I mean, sometimes you got to branch out, I right? know, seriously, I didn't man. know this. You can't, just drink, you, gotta... you can't just drink brown, brown liquor all the time? Yeah. You can't just drink brown liquor all the time. You got to drink. You got to expand your horizons, like Marcus says. I never knew that about you, fun. Yeah, I drink vodka. Yeah, I'll drink vodka. Do you yeah. really? Yeah, man. How do you stay one twenty? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't eat much. That's why. Tapeworm is getting you. Uh, uh, top of the hour, we're going to talk about some fantasy football because I got to figure out what's going on because I have a big draft this weekend that I have a feeling I might actually get involved with this one, man. Which is not good. You ever kick somebody out of a league? I've never kicked. I've actually gotten kicked out of leagues. Oh, how? Well, it's not so much that I did anything wrong. It's that we had a league for a while that was like a live draft, but then a lot of us moved away. Oh. So the commissioner on draft day is like, he's trying to draft his team, but he's also like texting and on the phone with those of us like who are remote. And I think he just got tired of dealing with us who didn't live in the area. So he just, he didn't even like, it wasn't even a choice. He just called one year and it's like, hey, you're not in the league anymore. I'm like, oh. This is Thanks. why you got to be a good owner of your fantasy team. And you know what you really got to do is be a good owner if you have a real team. Absolutely. You heard of Antonio Brown? Uh, with his, the way he ran a team into the ground there in, in oh, Albany, was it? Albany, yeah. New York, I think? So the story comes out on ESPN.com. It's headline, Antonio Brown's short, chaotic ownership of Albany Empire. Albany Empire, a uh, arena football team in the National Arena League. Brown bought 48% of it earlier this year. Some players are making... 250 bucks before taxes. The top player, the league MVP, was making about 3000 per game. And then the way the story just goes, guys were staying in two-and-a-half-star hotels Ooh. next to the Greyhound bus terminal. Ooh. They were refreshing their bank apps, waiting for money to come in that wouldn't come in. These guys are chasing an NFL dream, right? If you're mm-hmm. playing Arena League football, you're towards the end of your you're, deal. That's kind of like that's that's one of the last stops. Now, mind you, it's it's... Antonio Brown isn't the best citizen. There's been the rap sheet on Antonio Brown over Pretty and long. over and over. But his dad played for that team. Wait, really? Yeah, so his dad was known as one of the best players ever. Eddie Brown. Yeah, he was, for, a, he was a good NFL player. He played for the Albany Firebirds in 1990s. And 
a Brown was Antonio Brown said, "Hey, I'm going to come in. I'm going to have my dad involved. We're going to be doing this, 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 and that." My dad was a legend, and it all started because a team account tweeted him, Antonio Brown. Okay, he's like, "I'll get involved." Okay, he ended up purchasing a percentage of the team, and then it all went downhill. He bought 47 percent of the team for three hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm going to be involved. I'll be doing this." And Alberti, upstate New York, you know, the capital, yeah. and everybody's all about it because when the Arena League was around. Like well, they had the Albany Firebirds for years. That was, that was a very good team. It's the same team so for a long the, time. When the Arena League folded, it became this team right here in the National Arena League, and then dudes were not getting paid. Wow. He would send them screenshots of like, "Hey, this is going to be the Zell, cancel it." Uh, I, how do you do this to people? Uh, you know, and I, I'm certainly not going to to fault the players involved, right? Because yeah. you're out here, you're chasing a dream, you're trying to play professional football, though. Anybody who has followed Antonio Brown over the last few years, him not paying his debts or not paying the people he owes, that's been a frequent thing. And so, you know, that doesn't absolve him of what he has done. But I would think that if I were playing and I heard Antonio Brown was getting involved, uh, you know, I would have been wary of what might be coming. So you can read the story on ESPN.com. He was calling us a bunch of broke arena guys. Uh, that's because of you. <laughs> they're broke because, they're you broke because you're not paying them. <laughs> that's why they're broke. Uh, one player texted him, hey, are we going to get paid? And Brown tweeted back, uh, texted back, I'll tell the bus driver to pull over and kick you guys all off of my bleepity bleep bus right now. What? <laughs> I mean, I remember, I think early on in the story when he said that he was a part owner, and I think the league was sort of like, I don't know about that. Yeah. And, he did not pay Man. his league fees. So, yeah, Antonio Brown just continues to be I Antonio don't know Brown. what's what happened to Antonio Brown. Or if this was always kind of who he was and we were just sort of finding out post-football or what. Yeah, so you can read that story on ESPN.com. It's a long story and it goes back and forth. Uh, like, like basically, they got kicked out of the Holiday Inn Express. Wow. That's he rough. He did. He got kicked out. And the players. They kicked out him out because he was uh, smoking and playing loud music. Uh, he just left a trail that's just bad. So, so what out. happens now for these guys? Because the, the team... The team folded. The team folded. Guys are done. So these guys... But these guys are owed money. Somebody's got to pay these guys. Yeah. They're still owed money. There's a lawsuit trying to get money from Tony Brown. Imagine that. You're playing for 250 bucks, which you, you get it. You're not going to get it. You know you're... Yeah, right. But, but still, pay me, man. Pay me. Don't, yeah. Don't show me the Zell and then cancel it. So Antonio Brown continues to do Antonio Brown things. Coming up, fantasy talk. Uh, we will get into questions from people on Twitter, but I got to figure out what I'm going to do. And so also some funky fantasy stories that Marcus Grant has. Bethel Grant, Marcus on 710 ESPN.